Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Pitch Talk podcasts and videos are brought to you in association with LE Bikes. Begin your journey into electric bikes. Visit lebikes.co.uk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, boy, 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 have I been waiting to shoot on this one. Not just as a Liverpool supporter, but also as a fan of Premier League football and somewhat of a student of the game, I hope, as well. Because... I want to talk about VAR. No pomp, no circumstance. Let's just dive straight into it because VAR needs change, not retrospective PGMOL apologies. More on that later. But let's take a step back to Saturday the 30th of September 2023 and take that day alone as a snapshot of a bad day for VAR and start with Aston Villa v Brighton in relation to decisions. Now, Aston Villa's second goal versus Brighton should have been ruled out um, for offside. And the third for a foul on Solly March that the referee saw and let go. So a clear and obvious error. So VAR got one right um, for Brighton with Fatty's goal being disallowed. But VAR was brought in to get all decisions right, not two out of three. And they got one right in Everton Luton as well. But when it came to a big game, they got a massive one wrong as Luis Diaz's goal versus Spurs should have stood, but due to human error, the PGMOL admitted post-match that it was ruled out. And these were on the same day. And all down to human error, which I've always said is what holds VAR back. I mean, Wolves got shafted v Man United, should have had a penalty after a 9-hour took out um, a Wolves player. And as much as I'd like to say that these botches, I mean, as you could feel a botchamania compilation, or five with these errors, it becomes a matter of competence or standards or standards and practices. The standards seem low, so the practices are poor and at the very least inconsistently applied and regularly botched. That is VAR. Cluster. Chaos. Crap. It's not that VAR isn't fit for purpose, it's that those using it, applying it or not in some cases, and the lawmakers of the game who aren't fit for purpose, as VAR at its heart and core was supposed to help referees by giving them a chance to see something that happens in the blink of an eye from multiple angles and in slower motion to help them make the correct decisions, which even with all this help is still being botched as human error is leading to some awful decision-making and costing a number of sides. I mean, in theory, it's only a matter of time before a side 
properly loses a title or gets relegated because of this and then takes legal action. Because as it happens, I did um, an episode of my personal podcast called The Straight Shooting Rants, um, where I argued in regards to a goal back in 2020 um, that where GLT needed to make a decision, but it wasn't working due to technical problems. And, and in regards to, obviously, legalities. But I wouldn't want football to get litigious like that. But with the millions riding on matches and league positions, it's only a matter of time. And these multiple errors and apologies that have had to be issued are just building a case. And once a precedent is set, well, we all know what happened with Pandora's box. Now, Liverpool Football Club, my boys, are a curious case here as they released an interesting statement on October 1st, which said, and I quote, Liverpool Football Club acknowledges PGMOL's admission of their failures last night v Spurs on September 30th, 2023. It is clear that the correct application of the laws of the game did not occur, resulting in sport and integrity being undermined. We fully accept the pressures that match officials work under, but these pressures are supposed to be alleviated, not exacerbated, by the existence and implementation of VAR. It is therefore unsatisfactory that sufficient time was not allowed to allow the correct decision to be made and that there was no subsequent intervention. That such failings have already been categorized as significant human error is also unacceptable. Any and all outcomes should be established only by the review of the decision and with full transparency. This is vital for the reliability of future decision-making as it applies to all clubs with learnings being used to make improvements to processes in order to ensure this kind of situation cannot occur again. In the meantime, we will explore the range of options available given the clear need for escalation and resolution. So coming back i'd like to say by the way on a personal note to gary neville saying the club was wrong to put this out keep talking out of both sides of your neck as usual so anyway tribalism speaking of that tribalism is a hilariously moronic thing but it permeates the brains of a lot of fans because a lot of fans are actually criticizing liverpool for their statement for requesting the var audio from the decision making process and how far they are potentially looking to take things. Not realizing that this is bigger than just one club. This is about the integrity of the game. And if a club does not speak up and take it this far, then nothing at all will change. Because remember what a legendary figure once said, an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Excuse me. But back to the point at hand, some, including yours truly, feel this could point to legal action being taken if the PGMOL and Premier League don't come to the right resolution. And this could end up as a class action suit if other sides, if other clubs decide to get involved. But it could also lead to a match being replayed. As, I mean, as they, they mentioned, sport um, integrity of the game. And remember, there was an FA Cup match that Arsenal won back in 1999 against Sheffield United, which was replayed after the integrity of the game was said to have been harmed. So there is somewhat of a really loose precedent. But 
the lack of VAR intervention um, could arguably have brought the game into disrepute, therefore bringing its integrity into question and the other botched VAR decisions can also play a part in this. Speaking of other botched VAR decisions, there is a laundry list, literally a laundry list of 14 apologies over the last year alone by the PGMOL for bad VAR decisions. The PGMOL to apologies are what Ric Flair is to world titles. Because imagine if you had to apologize for 14 mistakes in any other line of work, you'd have been long fired. And I'm not encouraging that for VAR officials, nor am I saying VAR should be scrapped as both of those are idiotic short-term solutions and don't actually solve the problems with VAR. As I've been saying since 2020, gray areas around laws of the game, constant and unnecessary changing of the laws, standard of refereeing, and as we've seen recently, human error and subjectivity are all ruining the game. And those saying the Premier League um, and the PGMOL need support from FIFA and IFAB, <laughs> good luck with that. Because those entities are a major part of why we're in this mess to begin with. Those entities need to clean up their act and sort things out before we can expect VAR to be better. As Remember, they're the lawmakers, FIFA and the IFAB. The, there is an irony, though, that people are saying technology is ruining the game, considering apart from one aforementioned match that had technical problems, GLT, aka goal line technology, has been a godsend because it's automated and there's no opportunity for human error. So guess what? There are no errors. GLT shows how much of the ball is over the line and there's no dispute in it. Unlike any sci-fi film, technology isn't ruining football. The humans in control of it are, and a lot of fans and clubs are suffering for it. I mean, goal line technology has not, in my view, taken the humanity out of the game. And it's pretty quick as well. So there's a VAR change that needs to happen. Not, not broadcasting audio, hearing referees using their nicknames whilst talking to each other, taking five minutes to come to an incorrect decision. Don't want to hear that. I mean, I definitely think, though, that a top-down camera... Like, remember the first two Grand Theft Auto GTA games? I mean, that kind of top-down camera could alleviate the offsides issue. Get a top-down camera, get the spirit level out, make sure it's nice and straight, and then you're all good. I mean, also, when it comes to the lines, they need to be drawn every time. So that should be enshrined in the laws of the game, along with every offside handball and potential penalty decision being looked at not just selected once as there needs to be consistency again which is sorely lacking now but it isn't i mean isn't it unique that trust in referees has been eroded just that so much in just seven games of the 2023-2024 premier league season from Mike Dean attention-seeking, saying he didn't want to get his mate Anthony Taylor any more grief. Um, more on that on episode 162 of the Straight Shooting View. And in, uh, ironically involving Tottenham again. And the buzzword from that was transparency. Irony's there. As I'm saying this though, Liverpool have also asked for the VAR audio, um, which is intriguing as the release of that audio should have offered some insight as to why there was no intervention 
in the 30 to 40 seconds between the goal and the decision to disallow it and carry on with the match. But no answer was going to suffice for Liverpool because obviously they lost two points and awarding a point could be a dangerous precedent as well because it could also open the door to other clubs who have been shafted by poor decisions. I mean, the audio of the decision did end up getting released and to say it doesn't sound good would be an understatement. And I'll quote Castillo and say, it's not looking good, Brav. <laughs> it's not looking good. But check it out, have a listen and make your own decision. So the following is footage from the Luis Diaz goal, which was incorrectly disallowed in the Premier League fixture between Tottenham Hotspur and Liverpool on September 30th, 2023. Remember, the on-field referee does not hear all of the audio from the VAR room, only the comments directed to him. Oh, good. Both holding. Both holding. Yeah. Leave it though. Waiting, delaying, delaying. Yes. It. Coming back for the offside, mate. Just checking the offside, Dilly Dilly. Give me kick point, let's go. Yep. Kick point, yeah, please. No worries, so, here we are. Wait, okay. Um, just get a tight angle. Yeah, give me 2D line ready, I feel as well, for frame right, two so after that. Frame, That's fine. Frame two there. Perfect. I've got yep. the time on this, I 2D line on left boot. Yep. Well, let me Romero, just angle. I think it might be this angle better. <laughs> Happy okay. with this angle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 2D line on the boot. 2D line on the boot. Yep, okay. So 2D line on the boot. Check in. complete. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Off. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Wait, wait, wait. wait. On-field decision was offside. Are you are you happy with this? Yeah. Are you happy with this? Offside decision. Go. Yeah. That's, no, that's what it does. What? On-field decision no. was offside. Are you happy with this image? Yeah, it's onside. The image we gave you is onside. Left back. He's played. He's yeah. gone offside. Delay, delay, delay. Dave, Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Pardon? Ollie's calling in to say delay the game. To to complete the decision is also. Cut nothing. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie? Yeah. Delay the game. To delay the game. Stop the game. They've restarted the game. Yeah, they've restarted. Yeah. Can't do anything. No. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. So the PJMOL has undertaken a full review into the circumstances which led to this incorrect outcome with key learnings, a revised communication protocol and a clear reiteration of established best practice being implemented to mitigate the risk of errors occurring in the future. The audio of that decision is brutal. It really exposes how bad the human error was. When you listen, you literally hear them acknowledge that they fucked up. And the replay assistant tried on numerous occasions to rectify it. And to me, that makes VAR and the standard of refereeing look an absolute shambles. And again, as I've always said, human error is what's holding VAR back, the main thing. And to me, that VAR audio sounded like how Lord Buckethead described what the negotiation of Brexit was going to be like. A sh** show. Or in the words of Jim Cornette, it sounded to me like it's a f***ing circus. It sounded so Sunday league, like a bunch of school kids when a supply teacher rocks up. And the only one with any sense was the replay director, who's probably the one in person in the room who actually shouldn't be saying anything. 
considering there was a VAR official, an assistant VAR official, and a fourth official who should have been saying what the replay director was. Are you sure you're all right with that? Do we need to pull this back? It's a rarity that I agree with Rio Ferdinand, but I actually must say I agree with him when he said that there was no leadership in that VAR room and nobody in charge. And as Laura Wood said it, it sounded like the blind leading the blind. The too late to do anything part is especially galling because we all remember what happened with Manchester United and Brighton back in September of 2020. Final whistle was blown, the VAR decision was given, and Man United had a penalty that Bruno Fernandes scored and won the get one United the game in the hundredth minute. Remember, the full time whistle had already been blown. So these things can be decisive in a league where we've seen fine margins so often. I mean, look at two of Man City's title wins at least. I mean, but Christ Almighty. If this decision isn't a ringing endorsement or burial of the standard of officiating in the Premier League, and if Liverpool go the legal route, this is definitely a smoking gun. It really is. Another irony, though, because there's so many here, is that even Sir Alan Sugar, a Spurs fan and former Spurs owner, the same guy who hired Christian Gross, show you my ticket, he actually sounded pretty lucid and rational when he said, as a Spurs fan, I have to say that Liverpool have a very good case to argue. Clearly, their goal should have been allowed. The ramifications of that mistake could cost Liverpool at the end of the season. And this is the argument in a nutshell. Some decisions can have major consequences and end up shafting sides. I said, we've seen Man City win a title one goal difference on the final day. We've seen them win it by a point before. In terms of the case to argue, a lot of talk has been spoken in regards to replaying the match. And my take is this. A replay is not where I would go. And I don't think there should be a replay because it would be a cluster in terms of arranging it in an already busy calendar. Plus, how do you do it? Do you replay the complete match? Do you replay part of it? For example, from the point where Diaz scores. Also, do you wipe all the cards after the point where Diaz scored? It's Curtis Jones's card. I just feel it's easier and a lot simpler to award the goal and call the match a draw as replaying sets a more dangerous precedent. As, I mean, others will come out of the woodwork and start asking for replays, citing this as an example. Personally, though, I can't see points getting awarded or, as Jurgen Klopp mentioned, I can't see a replay happening either. And that said, I don't agree with a replay happening. But one thing that's for sure is that this can't keep happening. I said there were 14, 1-4 instances where the PGMOL have had to apologise for botched decisions. And the same mistakes are being made four to five years after VAR was introduced into the Premier League, even though it was trialled in the FA Cup in 2018, as we discussed on a Pitch Talk podcast, and by FIFA for months before that. As we talked about on Pitch Talk podcast early 18, 2018, the success rate in testing was 98.6%, which in theory has to have drastically gone down. And it would be surprising that if it was anything above 60% now. Because remember how Brighton got the VAR shaft on the same day with two goals they conceded against Villa? Host and commentator Jackie Oatley also had an interesting opinion on October 4th when she said... 
is the VAR error so much worse than the assistant being in the wrong postcode when Liverpool were wrongly awarded the opening goal at West Ham when they were top of the table in February 2019? Match ended 1-1. Both huge procedural errors as other teams have suffered before and since. To which I actually did reply to um, Jackie Oatley and said, I believe that this situation, this whole situation, needs people to put tribalism aside and look at the good of the game. Liverpool being the only club willing to stand up and take it this far speaks volumes as it shows how deep the club's convictions lie. But clubs need to come together not just to sort VAR out, but also to sort out what's holding it back. And as I've said on Pitch Talk Show since 2020, the grey areas around laws, the FIFA and IFAB constantly changing the laws. And also you have to bear in mind, we're talking about the same errors four years after it was brought in, which actually makes the point about it being worse irrelevant. The fact is the same mistakes are being made and it's not improved after four years, which is not a good look at all. And it isn't just one team getting shafted. It's a fair few others as well. And I said there have been 14 instances in the space of a year. From September 4th, 2022, with Arsenal having a goal wrongly disallowed v Man United, to September 30th, 2023, with Liverpool's goal from Diaz that was wrongly disallowed, where the PGMOL had to apologise. I said in any other job, if you had to apologise more than three times, you'd have gotten fired. And like any other entity, like let's say a retail store, if they had to apologise 14 times for the same botch that keeps happening within the space of a year, they'd have shop shut down after two or three botches of the same nature, depending on what they are. So the failings, and they are repeated failings, and shortcomings of VAR and its application need to not only be looked at and investigated, but changes need to be made. And as I said, just scrapping it doesn't help. Also, cheap excuses such as all oh, your officials are working too many games within a short space of time doesn't wash with me the pgmol using that as a reason is just absurd and it shows that they are abys- abysmal with scheduling so it kind of buries them and they're trying to use any excuse to wriggle out of the glaring errors that have been made this whole thing has been a cornucopia of chaos and all it's taken is one club to really step up and say enough is enough and try to change the game for the better. It's just a bit sad, though, that some still feel it's for selfish motives when VAR and its processes being better benefits everyone. And hopefully this can start more dialogue about the laws of the game in general. On an interesting note, though, it's funny to see how the media are twisting every quote to make everyone look like they want VAR gone. I mean, Ange Postacoglu... Um, has said in its current form that the technology, VAR, isn't ready for the game. And the BBC twists that into, Postacoglu wants VAR binned. So no, he didn't say that. And Klopp, Jurgen Klopp said something like, this has never happened, so that's why I think a replay is the right thing to do. And he went on to say later that the outcome should be a replay, but it probably won't happen. And of course, most of these parasitic media outlets twisted that into Klopp demands replay. It's like, no. And this is why I always talk about the parasitic media as well. Also, this VAR debate at the Barco has shown a fair few managers' true colours. 
I mean, Ange Postacoglu saying Liverpool would deny the legitimate goal, but said it it was clear it wasn't an integrity issue which caused the error. That doesn't even make sense. Pep Guardiola saying, oh, Liverpool must accept it. It's done. He wouldn't be saying that if his team had been shafted in that way. He, ha- I think he caught himself and had to double back and say, oh, well, it's always difficult. Humans can make mistakes, but the machines have to do it. The VAR is there to reduce that mistake, to which I thought, make up your mind, mate. Are you saying people can make mistakes or needs to be perfect? He also, Guardiola did also go on to say, oh, all humans make the mistakes. We do. And he, he's generally not that understanding. Bear in mind, he's already served a touchline ban this season. Let's just put that out there. But one manager who did have it spot on was Maurizio Pochettino when he said he trusts the car but not the driver in regards to VAR. I mean, I myself have always said that VAR in and of itself and as a technology is doing the right thing. Showing the referees an incident from multiple angles to try and help them get to the correct decision. But human error, again, is what's holding it back. Subjectivity. <sighs> laws, into- laws open to interpretation too. I said... This whole thing impacts every team in the league. And it was funny that the PGMOL PGMOL felt it necessary before the games on match day eight to make multiple tweaks to VAR, including adding a further layer of checks so that in future the VAR will double check um, with its assistant. Only then will the decision be relayed to the referee. Also as well, a new group of dedicated VAR specialists will also be formed rather than ask referees to cross over between on and off field duties. And top flight chiefs have also pledged to review Premier League officials being allowed to referee games outside of UEFA and FIFA appointments. And that was obviously in response to news that two of the match officials from the Liverpool Spurs game were granted permission to oversee a match in the United Arab Emirates um, on the Thursday before flying back to the UK on the Friday. And obviously that led to accusations that those officials, that pair of officials were mentally fatigued whilst taking critical roles for a Premier League fixture. So those saying, ah, the media are only listening because it's Liverpool. I mean, I mean, it's only, it's what, why? Because we're the only club willing to take things this far and the victims of injustice, we're the ones shouting loud enough and long enough about it to get something done instead of giving up immediately and letting it go so it doesn't happen again. Remember that an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. And it's forced these potentially positive changes. So the old saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease here, replies for sure. And Liverpool being that squeaky wheel has provided potentially grease for all Premier League sides in regards to potentially smoother VAR processes leading to potentially better decisions reached, which can only be beneficial for everyone. But, you know what? I want to know what you think. What do you think about the the Spurs v Liverpool, Luis Diaz's goal being disallowed, and the VAR debacle that came out of that? Were Liverpool right to do what they do and request that audio? That is not a great look for the PGOMOL or the Premier League or the standard of refereeing in the game. What did you think of the audio from the decision to restart the game? 
but Luis Diaz's goal wasn't allowed. What did you think of that? Because to me, that sounded like a crap show. It really did. No one stepped up. But also, also as well, what do you think is the future for VAR? Does it need to be scrapped? Does it need significant tweaks? Even more so than PGMOL have already made going in already made going into match day eight. Um, do you think a top-down camera like the first Grand Theft Auto, first couple of Grand Theft Auto games would solve the offside problem with the lines and all that? I think it would. Let me know your views. www.pitstastalk.com is the official website. Hey, you can catch our podcast there and so much more. Also, facebook.com forward slash pitch talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution. We are working so hard to create at pitch talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. We're at pitch talk on Instagram as well for vlog previews, pictures, and more. Also, also, we're on TikTok as well at pitch talk on TikTok. We're also on Reddit. Wherever you are is where we are on the socials. It is one of them ones. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok. We're everywhere, man. Also, you can catch our videos on youtube.com forward slash pitch talk as well, including our classic legacy content too. So much more. Coaching with JBK, five minutes with the G's. So much video content that we've produced that is up there. The Pitch Talk Meets interview series, among others too. Also, our podcast, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, so many places. Ghana, G-A-A-N-A. So many, many places where you can catch our podcast material. You know what? I have been straight shooting LJA. And until next time on a sunny October day, take care, peeps. And I will see you soon. Take care. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution. The official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.